Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. Where we give you the real scoop on being an insurance agent and running an agency. This show is all about helping you focus on earning more money as an agent and building your own insurance empire. Empire. Here's your industry-leading host who has generated tens of thousands of insurance leads. This is Dave Baker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Planet of the Agents. I am your host, Dave Baker. As a quick reminder, wherever you are listening to the show or watching the show, make sure you tap that little subscribe button, you drop a comment below, and of course, if there's a thumbs up or a little heart next to this episode, you know I'd love if you gave it a click. Okay, now, as always, you can reach out to me by emailing me at dave at planetoftheagents.com. I welcome your emails. I love to hear not just questions, but your comments, your ideas, your thoughts, and whatever you want to discuss in the magical world of insurance. Before I get started on today's episode, where we're going to discuss kind of a part one in my series on the future of personal lines... I wanted to mention one thing about why I make the show and what I really want people to get out of it. What it is is that I've listened to countless seminars. I cannot tell you how many webinars I've attended, seminars, different types of events where they're supposed to be teaching me something. I've attended some that you had to pay for, uh, some that are given to us for free by various carriers. I also listen to other shows. And a lot of what I hear doesn't feel like it's practical, usable information that I could put to work if I was an agent or things I should be looking at doing in the near future or real time. A lot of it to me feels like it's intended for mega agencies. I was just discussing this with someone yesterday because I was looking at some of the other types of classes I take or, you know, personal development things that I do in other industries because, uh, for example, I am involved in the travel agent industry as well. And what I notice is that what they're teaching is often something that a person could put to work in their agency pretty quickly. And that's just not the vibe that I get when I listen to a lot of other shows. A lot of them discuss things like special software that you can use that costs a fortune or certain business practices that are probably quite hard to implement if you are a single-person or two-person business. So that's just something I wanted to throw out there, and I hope you're getting that value. Now, in today's episode, I actually want to discuss... Well, the future of personal lines and things that I thought would actually happen years ago are starting to happen more and more now. So it makes me want to bring it up. And for those of you who have been thinking more and more about the future of your agency, whether you're an independent agent or a different type of agent, well, maybe if you are not doing something in commercial insurance and you are thinking about getting into it, now might be the time more than ever because of all the things that are going on in the world of technology with insurtechs, also known as insurance technology companies. And that's, that's the key topic. So why am I bringing this up? Well, 
for the longest time, I've been thinking that personal lines might largely, not completely, but largely go to a, a point of sale type of system. And what I mean by that is that companies are going to integrate software into their processes and they will be able to offer uh, individuals and consumers insurance at the time of purchase of a different product. So for example, I had a vision that at some point mortgage or escrow or some companies in the process of uh, that are involved in the process of purchasing a home or a property would be able to integrate software so that they would be able to send quotes instantly to their customers and the customer would be able to choose from a selection of quotes and then make a purchase. Now, I think the same thing would happen with the car industry. I figured, well, the dealers will ultimately have a system where they can quickly and efficiently offer people insurance at the time of purchase. Now, before you get all excited and say things like, well, they're not licensed to sell insurance or they don't have insurance licenses. They're not agents. They're car dealers or they're escrow companies. Well, I understand what you might be thinking and think about this for a second. Some of them might start subsidiaries or get their own licenses as required because it may or may not be required everywhere depending on their setup. Additionally, they could start their own agencies, which I have seen before from different companies. Some of you might know the names of companies that are similar, meaning that they have something involved in mortgage, title, or escrow, and then they also have a property and casualty insurance agency. But the thing is, with a lot of the modern technology, the dealer or person the salesperson or whomever it is might not even need that because an email could go out instantly to the consumer, making them an offer from an actual insurance agency or entity that's allowed to do that, right? Like a tech company. So here's the first thing that made me want to bring this up. It's that a friend of mine was purchasing a home and he said, hey, Dave, I just got a bunch of offers for insurance. Which one do you think I should buy? And I was thinking, oh, where did you get them from? And he said, well, they were just emailed to me from my home builder or from someone affiliated with the home builder. Voila, there we are. So fortunately, he said, well, he wanted to use an agent and, you know, <laughs> I can appreciate that. I'm sure many of you can. I, I know that a lot of people out there often bring up uh, selling the value of your agency. And by that, I mean like the, your value proposition, what you bring to the table versus some computer that doesn't care about you or just an email that you receive or some email address that someone has to contact for customer service because I know you agents out there care about people and that's what's so awesome. But here's the thing. If you cannot get in front of the consumer or the potential client or lead or whatever you want to call it, and these companies are circumventing you, well, that's going to make it harder. The next thing that got my attention was when I received a few messages from people and they brought to my attention the following article, which I actually believe I received as well. Let's, let's read some headlines together. This is uh, an excerpt or an article or an email that I received or it might have come in another <laughs> messaging form, maybe it was text messaging, and multiple people brought it to my attention. Let's read the first sentence together. 
Liberty Mutual acquired technology assets from Insurance Portal Services, which opens, I'm sorry, which operates the Fetch Insurance platform as it moves to bolster its digital distribution channel for the auto industry. Now let's skip a few lines so that we can discuss what this is. What is what is this program? What is Fetch? Well, I'm going to go down a few lines and here's what it says. Fetch's software allows car makers and dealers to offer customers an insurance solution at the point of sale, either online or at dealerships, and lets consumers compare prices and policies from different carriers, including Liberty Mutual, the statement said. InsureTech's technology will strengthen the PNC giant's embedded product for the automotive industry, it added. The article continues with uh, some more information. But did you hear some of those key words from the article? Let's say the key words again. Point of sale. Okay. So the point of sale, <laughs> that's not the system that you're using. That is the system that they are talking about, meaning that it will be integrated at the point of sale with the product that someone's buying. In this case, as we mentioned, it is going to be the vehicle, right? So they'll be able to compare rates right there at the dealership. Wow, shocking. But you know what? It sure does sound convenient. Now, of course, being in the industry, I realize, just like you do, that they're not getting the value of an agent necessarily, although they might have someone they can chat with online or digitally at the time, and they're not getting the personal touch that many of us have a passion for. I'm sure many of you probably enjoy, you know, the relationships with the clients. Uh, just, it's just a very different experience. Now let's talk about the second keyword from the article, embedded. Okay. So what does that mean to me? Well, that means that their platform or their process for purchasing insurance is embedded in the process of the other product, right? Such as the, when a vehicle is sold, maybe when a vehicle is leased. Just like I was mentioning, I thought I would see sooner and sooner from uh, the home buying process. So they're strengthening that portion of their business. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't care about that. I, I can always get new customers or I'm, my business is fine. Let me just ask you a question. And I'm interested to hear your responses. So uh, feel free to drop a comment below and or reach out to me as well. But let me ask you a key question. Do you think that this is going to become a smaller part of the business or a bigger part of the business? Well, it seems to me by using technology, they are, again, circumventing agents. Now, I'm not just specifically referring to this one company, Liberty Mutual, the well-known, large you know, company. A lot of people are fans of it. I'm talking about insurance carriers in general. Considering that I hear my own representatives tell me things like, by representatives, I mean the agency reps that, that I talk to. They say things like, well, you know, Dave, agents are one of the biggest costs of our business. And I was thinking, well, every time I hear that, I just think to myself something like, don't you have to hire other people to help if the agents aren't there to help and service the customers and screen the calls, etc. Don't you have a cost of labor one way or another, whether it's paying agents or individuals? 
oh, and by the way, didn't you recently tell me how you're having problems hiring people? And they'll say something like, this is a, just a generic kind of answer I get. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's been tough to hire people and costs are going up. Hmm. I wonder if costs of working with agents are going up. Now, what would the cost of working with an agent be? Generally speaking, it would probably be the commission, right? And I know some of you receive some awesome bonuses. And to that, I say congratulations. But it's interesting because I was thinking about this quite a bit. The cost of hiring someone to work at a carrier, like in a service center, is probably increasing. But I think for small agencies, um, their paying of commissions is probably not increasing, right? Meaning, let me reword that, that the carriers are not paying you more commissions because the cost of doing business has gone up, right? So that's just something I was thinking about as well. But what's really interesting, again, is that things seem to be progressing uh, pretty quickly. I actually thought that this might drag out longer and longer, but I am heard quite a few people ask me about uh, the insurance, which is really funny. Okay, this has happened a few times now. People would tell me something like, I got an email offer from something involved in their home purchase process. Sometimes it's a builder, or they were looking at a car online, and they clicked to get information about the car, and then insurance quotes were sent to them. And then a couple people, just a handful, said something like, hey, which quote do you think I should buy? And I was thinking, I'm sorry, are you asking for me to advise you (laughs) on a product that I don't sell and that I, that essentially is competition? That's funny. Why don't you come to us, agents, and get us to help you? Because clearly you do want some, you want some consultation on this. It's just so interesting. So what's the point of all this? Well, Like my headline says, or my title of this episode, what is the future of personal lines? In this episode, it was about auto insurance. And what I I think is that for me, if I was starting an agent today, an agency today, I would not be focused on very heavy personal lines, particularly auto insurance. Especially as gas prices go up, there are concerns about the future of, of cars, etc. Now, I'm not saying cars are going to just be gone in a few years. I mean, I, I have no idea. I can't predict the future. I don't know what's going to happen. But I just, I just think about this quite a bit because m- my passion is niches, right? Like, if you're not familiar with the term niche, the, there's a, a classic expression, by the way, niches make riches. And that means focusing on specific items, This is something that I think about constantly when people tell me about the leads that they get and how they're all just kicking tires or just shopping around. But if you're a niche-focused agency, perhaps you sell one single product or a few industries or a few products only and they're focused in a certain area, well, those customers are more likely to be seeking insurance because they went to a niche business. For example, let's pick something really obscure. What's a fun one today? Okay, let's pretend you are the the most easily found and top writer of, let's see, hmm, what could it be? USB cable manufacturers located in South Dakota. Is that niche enough? Okay, so what do you think happens when someone who manufactures USB cables located in South Dakota is looking for insurance? Well, you could be the go-to agency. So when they contact you, 
they might not be shopping around contacting every single person they can find online and through referrals and other ways because you would be the go-to place, right? So it's a very different when you have that niche type of business. But I'll continue to discuss the niche businesses and the concept more and more as things go on. I've discussed it before, and it's something that I think is logical for the future. But the overall concept that I really wanted to discuss and wanted to make you think about was, should you be focused on personal lines as your primary driver for growth, income, profit, et cetera, over the next, say, 10 years? I don't know. But what's happening more and more, and what I saw from this headline, uh, once again, catches my attention and makes me think that things are going in the direction I thought they would go. Now, I like to throw out a caveat here because I do think there are some exceptions to the rule. And I said this before. There are some agencies out there, and some of you out there will possibly not really have to worry about this. Examples are agencies that are located in rural neighborhoods where you are the go-to agent, uh, where people have a passion for supporting local business. There are those of you who are located in small towns where you are perhaps one of a few agents or the only insurance agent in the small town. And people go to you, you have relationships with them, you've worked with generations of family. I think that's great. There are the niche agencies out there. There are those of you who might work with different uh, associations or have specific connections. There are exceptions to the rule. And then there are some of you out there who have your own technology or who are maybe, maybe you're white labeling technology. Maybe you have a lot of API connections. There are a lot of things out there that you could be doing. So nothing applies to everybody. And this is just something to think about. Why do I like to think about this stuff? Well, some, someone recently said it's better to be prepared than to be panicked. And I thought, well, that's a really great concept. So how can I apply that to insurance? Because I do talk to a lot of agents and, well, let's be realistic. Do they all call me to tell me what a great day they've had or do they send me emails or various messages or images or memes telling me how, how much fun they had today and how great it was? I don't think so. A lot of them like to complain. <laughs> we'll just say that. Okay, everybody. I, as always, appreciate you listening to this episode. I'm so glad that you are subscribing. You are getting some notifications, whatever platform you're listening on. And I cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode. As always, a quick reminder, you can send me an email at dave at planetoftheagents.com. And of course, make sure you're signed up for the newsletter because the things that I want to share with you are sometimes in the newsletter as well as the access to the new portal that's coming, which I'm pretty excited about. So if you are part of the newsletter, you will get an email about how to access the member portal. And I'm also working on this other thing that could help you with some additional uh, marketing or name recognition. I'm going to see how that software works out. And then once it is available, I will be, of course, sending it out in the newsletter. Okay, everybody, until the next episode, thanks for tuning in once again to Planet of the Agents. Take care. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.